0: Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America. It's Tony Katz today. Too many feel, too many people, I should say, feel like canceling Christmas. They do. They're not going to be able to get the gifts. Everything is miserable. I, I, it is stunning the amount of. I mean, Jimmy Carter esque malaise. That's out there. Malaise is the best word. It is this belief that everything is awful and nothing gets better. And it's because the adults in the room are not so much adults. We were told, we were promised, that when the adults were back in charge, everything would be better. And here we are with a president who isn't quite aware of where he's at and with a secretary of transportation who doesn't even show up for work and the arguments being made flimsy at best Tony Katz Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. 833, got Tony. 833-468-8669. That is the number. Uh, You ever been on paternity leave? Had a baby and decided that you were going to, you know, take off for a little while? Was anybody on paternity leave for two months? Because Pete Buttigieg was. And this story is incredible. It's incredible because, well, who missed him? Who noticed? Who amongst us noticed? Who was even asking about Pete Buttigieg? Who? Who questions whether Pete Buttigieg is up to the task of being transportation secretary? Allow me to be clear. What we said from the beginning, he's not. Not up to the task. He is in over his head. That's the exact terminology I used. Why? Because Pete Buttigieg has no real-world experience. No real-world experience whatsoever. He has never accomplished. Now, he's done things. I'm not saying he isn't bright. I'm saying he's bright. I don't think he got the McKinsey because he's a dope. But the point is, when you work for McKinsey, that consulting firm, you're not learning about the real world. You're learning about that world and how to manipulate. Served in the military? Yes, he did. He gets my thanks for that. You would think he would learn something about honesty and about integrity but that did not take place now did it a guy who wants to tell you about how he rides his bike to work and is seen pulling his bike out of an suv two blocks from the office and then rides his bike the rest of the way that is a dishonest guy His experience as mayor of South Bend, Indiana, did not provide him anything, did not prepare him to be the transportation secretary. So one has to ask the question of how he got the job. For what purpose did he get the job? Someone had commented to me that when you take a look at this administration, it's very, very clear that this is an administration that's actually like cosplay. I mean, it, 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 it is. This is an administration that was put together based on looking apart, not having the skills for a part. He doesn't have the skills for the part. Richard Grinnell tweeted out, it's clear Pete Buttigieg was hired because he's gay. That is a tweet that is going to get him vilified. And what Richard Grinnell is going to say is, hey, I'm gay. Fight me. Remember, I was the first gay cabinet member. Oh, that's right. You don't count that because I'm a conservative, which is true. Because remember, for the political left, they don't even believe he's gay. Gay and conservative, you're not really gay. But we already know. We already know that people were hired in this cabinet Brought into these positions, not based on a skill set, but based on a characteristic. This is what happens when you don't favor the meritocracy. Merit. What is your skill set? That is what matters. If you want to argue, making sure you give people a chance and not using some level of bias and keeping you from doing so, rational conversation, actually. Are you allowing yourself to be moved based on something else that bothers you? I think it's a fine thing to ask. People want to refer to that as implicit bias. Funny, I ask myself those questions all the time because naturally that's what I do. What would keep me from this? But then again, uh, sometimes I don't work with people because of a gut, because of how they've acted, because of what they've said. The whole thing doesn't seem right. All of a sudden, I'm a bad guy for making that decision. I'll make the decisions that are best for me and for my family and for my business, and I'm not really interested in what other people call it. But when we talk about this idea that the administration is cosplay, it's 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 like a bad kid's production at the local middle school. And everybody's put in for some kind of, oh, you got one of this, one of that, one of this, one of that, boom, 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 boom. You're telling me there was nobody else who actually knew how to run a transportation department who's also gay? I'm willing to say, yes, there is. So you can go after Rick Grinnell for that. I don't think Rick Grinnell is off base on why he was hired. Because if you were to take a look at his popularity, you don't think that had a part in it? It had a massive part in it. Now, someone's going to say to me, Tony, are you being anti gay? Not in the slightest. Allow me to explain. When Pete Buttigieg announced that he adopted two kids, you know what I said? Okay. And I never thought about it again. I favor adoption in every way, and I have no issue whatsoever with gay parents. Kids need homes. Kids need love. Gay parents can give them that. What are we talking about? And if I end up losing people from listening to the show because I'm fine with adoption from loving parents, Oh, okay. I favor what I favor. I favor kids having homes. I always have. And so he adopts two kids. And I said, eh, fine by me. I, I moved on with my day. Then I saw the picture. I'm like, the picture's weird. The picture of Pete Buddha Judge, and Chastin, and, and they were each holding a baby, and they got the armbands. Like, it looked like they had the baby. Producer Ari likes to mention that the armbands happen because, you know, they check you into the hospital because they want to make sure you're you so that you get the right kid and nothing won't get stolen. Okay, fine. The photo was a ridiculous photo op. What? It It was a photo of them and their kid. It was not. It's not how it presented. It's not how it presented. If they were standing in a hospital holding two children, that would have been fine. In the bed was a weird photo op. You don't have to accept it, producer Ari, but the rest of America does. So maybe you got to ask yourself why you don't. Nobody cares. That is the silliest thing I've ever heard. Nobody well, is focusing son, on that. Nobody is you know focusing I'm right. on that. A-, a lot of people focused on that because it was a weird photo that op. That they were sitting in a bed? They were sitting in a hospital bed. What a waste of time. Not to focus on a on couch, that. not standing, not in a chair. It was weird. Too bad you don't accept that reality. I'm an observer. It was weird. Okay. But you adopted two kids. Mazel tov. Go. Be well. Be happy. Pete Buttigieg took maternity leave. I'm sorry. Sorry. Paternity leave. It's just, I'm used to saying it is maternity leave. Took paternity leave. Two months. As the story goes, he took this from Politico. They didn't previously announce it, but Buttigieg's office told West Wing Playbook, this from Politico, that the Secretary has actually been on paid leave since mid-August to spend time with his husband, Chastin, and their two newborn babies. Did you know that? No one knew that. Did, did, it, did it make a difference? Did anybody miss him in any way, shape, or form? Did anybody ask, where's the Secretary of Transportation? Where's the Secretary of Transportation? Well, they've been asking lately because of the supply chain issues, which are real issues that affect all of us in every way. All of a sudden, uh, earlier this week, you heard from Pete Buttigieg, well, we're, we're having some roundtable conversations, roundtable conversations. You need to be having policy conversations that are implemented on the federal side and pressuring California to make changes to what they're doing. If we're talking about the ports of Long Beach and Los Angeles here, which together makes the ninth largest port in the world. But no one could tell the difference. A cabinet member on leave for two months. Producer Ari again, did a little research. That's why he's a good producer. I mean, he's wrong on things, but he's a good producer. Holla! In Washington, D.C., you get two months paternity leave. Okay. What the hell does that matter? I'm not arguing that that's what DC says, according to research from producer Ari. I'm saying, so what? You wouldn't take it? I'm not a transportation secretary, and no, I wouldn't be able to afford to take it. If it's paid, sure you could. Wow, God, let's, let's do this again. I work for myself. Who is it paid by? Oh, I thought you meant— When you argue that it's paid, you're making the argument that the business owner is treated like an ATM machine and just doles out the dollars because some woke folk who got elected or appointed in D.C. think it's good and kind. It's not. It's an obscenity. I just meant his was a paid— His was paid for by us— Yeah, but that's... No, 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 no. He's the transportation secretary. He took the job. Then he decided to adopt two kids. He took two months off because the job is meaningless. And Pete Buttigieg needs to make decisions. Because he can is a radical departure from the idea of personal responsibility. Uh, that's not. F- I don't know if that's. It's fair. It's not fair. Let me be a little more clear. Screw Pete Buttigieg. If you're okay with him taking two months off because he can, you have an absolutely warped view of what it is to do the job in the federal government. There are professionals out there who can do the job. Why doesn't Pete Buttigieg just step out of the way? I'm sure he's delegated. He from took home. every day of the two months because he was allowed it. Now you understand why there should be less government programs and government shouldn't allow it at all. It should be decided upon with a private employer. But when you work for me, you work for me. His job is to work for the people. When Joe Biden decides to take a weekend in Delaware, although you shouldn't take weekends in Delaware when you've left Americans to die in Afghanistan, I don't say nothing. When he goes to Camp David, if Trump golfs, if Obama golfs, whatever, they're allowed to golf. Two months? To even begin to be an apologist for such a thing is to agree to a level of madness that simply does not work. I, It is elitism of the highest order. It is an insult to working-class Americans. It is to not pay attention to the issues in the country. Right now, in the port of Los Angeles, there are goods coming to your and my beloved Indianapolis, coming to Atlanta, Georgia, coming to Tulsa, Oklahoma, coming to Fort Wayne, Indiana. And those goods are sold by businesses that are trying to survive. Right now the goods are stuck on the ships. The ships are not getting unloaded in the ports. There are no trucks to be able to get them from the ports to Indiana, to Atlanta, to Tulsa. And Pete Buttigieg doesn't have a care in the world because the same people who aren't able to grow their business or possibly not have their business survive are paying for him to sit on his ass. He's working And if for you're home. okay with that, then I question you. Not you, Ari. The, the, whole, the whole populace. He's working from home. You, you, think, you think that's what he's doing? You, have you noticed in the world of COVID how many people have taken sick days? I have not. Yeah, the answer is zero. You know why? Because they're working from home and they don't have to take the sick day. They can just bank them. They don't take sick days when they work from home. They're working from home. You know how many uh, businesses have started questioning whether or not they're really getting productivity From people who work from home? You know how many of these business owners wouldn't mind working from home, but they don't have that opportunity because all of the goods that they sell in order to feed their families are stuck? He's working from home. The the arc point I'm making is that whether he was working from the White House or his house, he's still delegating. It's just a you are making the single most apologist and irrational argument, and I'm gonna ask you. How is that apologist? Because his job is to be there. His job is to do the work. His job is to fly out to California and ask why this isn't getting done. His job is to meet with trucking companies. His job is to walk onto that port and actually start moving cargo his damn self. My father tells a story. My father tells a story, and if he's listening right now, he's going to know, he is going to hear the story of Blanking Louie, which is how he was referred to as the story goes. What? Actually, this might be a different guy. Oh, there were some fun characters. My father tells a story. My oh yeah, there there was a, there was a guy. Uh, a, a very very funny story. My father tells a story that there was a construction site in New York. Construction site in New York, and, and they were putting in the foundation, and uh, and uh, the uh, the guys were, they weren't really moving, and the boss shows up, drives up in the Mercedes, comes out in the suit. He's like, what are we doing here? What's going on? And in the suit, jumps in the hole and starts laying block, putting down the mud, which is the cement, laying the block, leveling it out, getting the next one, getting the next one, getting the next one. Jumps out of the hole after doing like 40 of them, says, what the hell, guys? Let's get to work. Gets in the Mercedes and drives off. The moral of that story is sometimes you got to show the people how it's done. What Pete Buttigieg just showed America is, I'm going to take two months of your money because the job... Eh, you'll get around to making your living soon enough. But first, it, I, I'm going to have this playtime. That's what Pete Buttigieg just told America. That's what Pete Buttigieg just told America. And to defend that on any level, in my view, is obscene. Pete Buttigieg is in over his head. He never could do the job, and now he's proven to you he doesn't actually want to. I'm Tony Katz. It was not a swing. It just wasn't. You talking about the playoff game? Yeah. That is no way to end a game, man. Giants... Dodgers National League Divisional Series you got Wilmer Flores uh, uh uh at the plate checks the swing the Dodgers are like oh first base on uh, did he swing and the first base up' like yeah he's out yeah. and that and that and that's it that was tough man dude that is uh, and he's defending himself like they they went to me it looked like he went around you make the call as you see it that you think that's the call to make when you are you you clearly have a level of plausible uh, doubt or it's not plausible dying ability, a level of reasonable doubt a level of this is a championship game you don't let it end like that yeah fair enough that's ugly and I don't care about baseball at all I have no no attachment to baseball it's just it's never been my thing I know this is not how you want it to end yeah it was a bummer dude. And and by the way, you you watched it. Was that a check swing? Oh, he did not go around. That was a he he checked it for sure. So a che- you 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 start the swing and then you're like, "Oh, but I don't want that." And then you hold up. Yeah, if you don't but cross the plate, then it's a, it's not a strike. And he definitely did not cross the plate. Bad call. Bad call? There's no denying it. And I'm sure all the Dodgers fans are like, "What? It was it was it was the right thing to do." Come on, Dodgers fans. I uh I had money on the Dodgers, so I wasn't that mad. Of course you are. It's always about you, not about the right thing. This is Tony Katz today. be clear vaccination requirements should not be another issue that divides us that's why we continue to battle the misinformation that's out there and companies and communities are setting up there stepping up as well to combat these the, the misinformation southwest airlines At the head of the pilot, the head of the pilot's union and its CEO dismissed critics who claim vaccination mandates contributed to flight disruptions. School board members, religious leaders and doctors across the country are fighting misinformation and educating people about the importance of vaccines. All these efforts are going to help us continue moving the dial to eliminate this disease. Second, we're going to. There's no Second. The, the, the propagandist side of Joe Biden is a really, really ugly side. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. 833 Got Tony. would love to hear from you. 833-468-8669. It's been a long time since I played Ask Tony Mostly Anything. You want Something I missed? Uh, something you want to ask? 833 Got Tony. 833-468-8669. But this constant refrain from the Joe Bidens from the president and from others. we have to educate people. we're educating people we're fighting misinformation. no no you're no you're not. We see this. It's obvious this is not about miseducation or misinformation or re-education and the, and the violence of those statements. People have decided all right I'm done. No, I'm not saying they're right. They've said, I'm not getting vaccinated. Okay. You now want to punish these people by calling them all liars and frauds and anything else that you can think of. That's ugly. But you don't stop. You don't stop with the names. You don't stop with the attacks. You never stop. This is about a level of hate for people who might see it differently. And the idea of force... That's going on, of course, continues to be radically ugly. Have I discussed what's going on in the Navy? Did I discuss this already? The Navy is going to drop sailors who refuse the COVID vaccine. Uh, This got announced uh, yesterday. They're going to discharge sailors who refuse vaccinations. They sent out a press release noting that November 14th is the deadline for active duty sailors to get either their second shot or a two-dose vaccine for the two-dose or get the single shot. Reservists have until December 14th. Now, I will tell you that I feel a bit differently when it comes to the military. I don't believe you get to defy direct order. There's a chain of command. There's a system, and the system has to work. So, so I, I, I don't favor the idea That someone could say, yeah, I'm not getting the vaccine. They're like, oh, okay. Lots of other shots, lots of other things you have to do within the military. According to the Navy, 98% of its active duty members are vaccinated against COVID. Me, I'm fine with the vaccine. Does it have issues? I'm sure, sure. That you can show things and you can see things and people want to discuss them. And I don't think it's wrong for people to discuss issues that they're seeing with the vaccine and sharing with the vaccine. I am not a, a I don't have much faith in the VAERS report because of the self-reporting aspects of it but that doesn't mean that there aren't stories and there aren't questions about the vaccine and 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 uh, people seeing efficacy and and you know some people are asking well if more and more people are vaccinated why are we seeing more and more uh cases or people uh, dying and uh, i don't know if those two things are related just because people put them out like that and that's not me saying that they're they're wrong i think that the argument should be allowed in the public square The key is allowing arguments in the public square. That's the everything. And people like Joe Biden are in favor of preventing you from having that conversation. When uh, the the whole story of going on with Joe Rogan, Dr. Sanjay Gupta, goes on with Joe Rogan, And Joe Rogan's like, why'd you guys lie about ivermectin? It's not, uh, what's the word, Uh, a horse dewormer. I mean, it is, but that's not all it is. It was created and utilized by humans around the globe as as an anti-parasitic. And yet Joe, uh, Joe Rogan, he said, I'm using this. And he got vilified for it. And they lied about him. They lied. And yes, CNN did it. And yes, others did it as well. They lied about ivermectin in general. Isn't that right, Jimmy Kimmel? we still got a lot of pandemwits out there. People are still taking this ivermectin. This poison, you know, the poison control centers have seen this spike in calls from people taking this livestock medicine to fight the coronavirus. But they won't take the vaccine, which is crazy. It's like if you're a vegan and you're just like, no, I don't want a hamburger. Give me that can of Alpo instead. <laughs> One of the reasons... God, he's not funny. Ivermectin's been around for years. Creator won a Nobel Prize. What, what do you care? Some patient wants to try it. Some doctor's like, yeah, let's give it a shot. What, what, what are you affected by it? oh, well, they're not vaccinated, they're going to kill grandma. No, they're not. You've never shown this. Never once, never, ever, never once. You've never shown this. You keep saying it, but you have never shown it. But yet they go out there and say, oh, we never mocked Joe Rogan. We never said Joe Rogan uh, anything about him. We never made fun of him for taking ivermectin. Is that right? The super cut from Tom Elliott over there at Grabian of, well, making fun of Joe Rogan. It blows my mind that Joe Rogan just yesterday admitted to taking ivermectin. Ivermectin is something more often used to deworm horses. CNN is saying I'm taking horse dewormer. Rogan telling his 13 million Instagram followers that he was treated with several drugs, and he included ivermectin on the list, a drug used for livestock rogan said the word ivermectin yes that's the deworming medicine made to kill parasites and farm animals why would they lie and say that's horse dewormer so things are clearly bad but they're being made even worse by people who have refused to take the vaccine and instead are swallowing horse paste. Wait, 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 wait! Say, he he said that he got better because he ate. He said Cat cattle didn't. dewormer. They must know that a, that's a lie. You have individuals like Joe Rogan, for example, who uh, who don't want to take an experimental vaccine but will take horse dewormer. Well, they lied about him. They all lied about him on that network, CNN, on MSNBC, on other networks, and in other videos. They lied. They lied. Joe Rogan has put out more information about COVID than Joe Biden. Joe Biden says what he's supposed to say. Joe Rogan is having an honest conversation. Maybe that's why more people are interested in listening to Joe Rogan and myself than Joe Biden. (laughs) Maybe that's exactly why. Oh, and because Joe Rogan... Doesn't back down now you've got the view, Anna Navarro and Sonny Hoston oh they he's just transphobic. And he's, listen, Sanjay Gupta is not just a TV doctor. Sanjay Gupta is a real doctor at Emory university. university. He's a neurosurgery. But the other thing about Joe Rogan, if you look at his, uh, yes, he has all of these listeners. That's so wonderful. But some of the stuff that he has said, he's transphobic. He's Islamophobic. He has said racist things. I mean, another one with the trifecta of bigotry. And, and, and these, are, these people continue to listen to him. He has advised young people, if you're young and you're healthy, don't take the vaccine what he said was if you're young and you're healthy you don't have to take the vaccine but are you telling me now that millions of Americans are listening to Joe Rogan and not their own doctor lots of young people have questions lots of parents have questions when they're talking about whether or not to vaccinate their 9 year old I think there are a lot of parents saying I'm going to woe up right here we're going to see how this thing goes for a couple years Remember, it's covid. It's not polio. If covid affected children like polio, parents would be killing each other in the streets for vaccines. But That isn't the way it is. But for the sunny hostings of the world, these pseudo intellectuals who believe they know all. Well, this is what they said. So you have to do it unless Trump was in office, in which case ooh, you should be very careful but he's transphobic, he's Islamophobic, he has said racist things. What in the world does any of that have to do with the fact that CNN lied about him and Ivermectin? This is what they do. We don't like where the conversation is going, so we'll just call you names to allow us out. That's what Sonny Hosten and Anna Navarro and The View have done. We can't have the conversation, so let's name call, call you a bigot, label you, and move on. See, you don't have to pay attention to what Joe Rogan said. He's just a bigot. No, 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 don't pay attention. Don't pay attention. He hates gay people. Don't you listen to him. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. Joe Rogan's allowed not to take a vaccine. Joe Rogan's absolutely allowed not to take a vaccine. You can decide for your kid whether they they get a, a vaccine, and you are right. You are the parent. And kids survive, as we all know. The vast majority of adults survive, too. Kids survive COVID extremely well. How dare you have another opinion? This is all different than those in the military. Because I think that they can be mandated to get it. And I think that the discharge may be the right move in regards to defying a direct order. The problem is, you now have people leaving the military. Is this valuable for any of us? What do we get out of any of this? How are we better off? That's the question. That's, that's the only question there is. It's just like with the nurses. Have we asked ourselves how we're better off? If the nurses are out of the hospitals and, and the National Guard is in, I have asked myself and I have determined that we are not better off at all and in any way. There was another story I wanted to get to about a school district... In Texas, producer already sent me the story because there's often a a a, a statement made uh, that um there are two sides to every story. Two sides to every story. Well, that may be true, but sometimes one side is right, and one side is wrong. When we talk about uh, when people say, you know, what I'm I'm a centrist. I I I I I see but bo- I see th- both sides. I see both sides. I see what the right is discussing. I see what the left is discussing. And then I um. I, I make a decision to say oh, I'm a centrist. I, I, I like this. I, I can see both sides. Well, isn't one side right and one side wrong? Okay, not every time. Often? Sometimes? Ever once? I mean, ever once is one side right and one side wrong? Come on. So this administrator with the Carroll Independent School District in Southlake advised teachers if they have a book about the Holocaust in their classroom, they should offer students access to a book from an opposing perspective. So NBC News gets an audio recording. Gina Petty, who is the school district's executive director of curriculum and instruction, made the statement, made the comment during a training session. And it's. I mean, that's. That's nuts. Just remember the concepts of House Bill 3979. It's a Texas law that requires teachers to, multiple, to present multiple perspectives when discussing widely debated and current controversial issues. And make sure that if you have a book on the Holocaust, that you have one as an opposing that has other perspectives. And a teacher's like, well, how do you oppose the Holocaust? And this woman says, believe me, that's come up. I cannot tell if this woman is trying to make a statement about those opposed to critical race theory. No, have you heard the recording? I'm trying to play it. I can't grab it. Oh, uh, it's she was, like, legitimately concerned. Well, that's special. Yeah, well, that is special because you know what the other side is—too many Jews. That's 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 what they say. I mean, I I I, I I couldn't even begin to, to to go through it. But what would be the other side of it? Mein Kampf? I don't know. We, we live in the upside down. Having conversations about race is far different than having indoctrination of critical race theory. Of course we should teach the Tulsa Race Massacre, which we should. It's, it is a horrific part of America. And we should also discuss where we were and where we are and how much better it is, how amazing the movement is. Maybe not fast enough for some people, but my gosh, incredible. And then we should talk about the promise of America and the value of America compared to other nations. I mean, if we want to bring both sides. Because you can bring both sides to a conversation of capitalism, you know what you'll find? Capitalism is better. You you want to discuss both sides of the Holocaust, you can. You know what you'll find? Hitler wanted to kill Jews. Other people were down with it. They were wrong. Jews are still here. And we beat the living daylights out of them. And he killed himself in his bunker because he was a low-rent coward with a terrible mustache. (laughs) I mean, you can present all the sides you want, even though this is pretty twisted. But eventually, you get yourself to an answer, or you should. I'm Tony Katz. Is there a reason Olivia Wilde is posing naked? Halla! People do a lot of posing naked. It's freedom, man. Sh- should I be posing naked? Uh, no. Would it? I don't know. Would it Would, it, would it get me somewhere? Olivia Wilde, actress, uh, beautiful. Uh, she works as the chief brand ambassador for True Botanical skincare, And uh, so she did a photo shoot of herself naked. All right. Well, can I you guess. Uh, can you link the site to me? I need to uh, check it out. Um, it's www.arismarried.net. That's not the real site. Ah, go check it out. Let's see what happens. This is Tony Katz today.